Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. This is the parable of the workers in the vineyard. One of my favorite parables because it flies in the face of what we think of as fair. It highlights the generosity of God in a way that exposes our self-sufficiency, our self-righteousness, our attitude of entitlement. Of course, this is good because we need to be shaken out of our human, carnal, sinful ways of thinking. And we need to be corrected and recalibrated so that we understand God for who he really is and us for who we really are and what he's done for us for what it really is. And this parable does all those things. Jesus says, for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into the vineyard. So a denarius is about a day's wage. This is going to be a 12-hour workday. Starts at 6 a.m., finishes at 6 p.m. That's the way it was typically back then. Put this in modern terms. Imagine that we're hiring day laborers and we're paying them 15 bucks an hour for 12 hours. That's about $180. And this first group that starts right away in the morning agrees to that wage and gets to work. Then verse 3, And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, that'd be 5 p.m., he went out and found others standing and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. So with these other groups that were hired later in the day, he just told them, I'll pay you what's fair. They didn't agree on a denarius. They just agreed that he'd treat them fairly and they went to work. So here comes the end of the day, verse 8. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. So this is interesting. He's going to pay the people who started working at 5 p.m. first and the people who started at 6 a.m. he's going to pay last. Probably so that the people who started at 6 a.m. can see what he pays the people who started at 5 p.m., which is going to really drive home the point that Jesus is trying to make with this parable. Verse 9, and when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. This would have been a shocker. The people who worked one hour received a full day's pay. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, which makes sense, right? Because if you're going to pay the guy who worked an hour an entire day's wage, we were here all day, you're probably going to pay us a lot more, maybe 12 times what you paid that guy. But each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house saying, these last worked only one hour and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So Jesus says the last will be first and the first last. So the people who are grumbling because they only got a denarius for a full day's work are self-righteous. Even though they agreed to a day's wage, as things played out, they thought that they should get more based on what the owner of the vineyard paid the people who only worked an hour. Rather than standing in awe of how the owner was so generous to the people who just worked a short amount of time, they begrudge his generosity. There are a few different ways to apply this parable. One of them is to look at the scope of God's redemptive plan for the world. The Jewish people have been the apple of his eye from the beginning, his chosen people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their descendants. And we've discovered over the pages of scripture that many of them have a sense of entitlement, that this God, this kingdom, this unique position that they have with him should be restricted to just 
them. Outsiders aren't welcome. Only the people who follow the right rituals, follow the right sacrifices, say the right prayers, get circumcised on the eighth day. These are the ones who are entitled to eternal life, the blessings of being in a covenant relationship with God. And there's no room for the riffraff, for the outsiders, for the Gentiles, for the people who don't look and speak and act like them. One of the core messages of Jesus coming has been to shatter that idea. God's redemptive plan has always been for the nations, for the world, for anyone and everyone who would put their faith in Christ. Because it's faith in Christ that causes a person to be made righteous. It's faith in Christ that causes a person to have the penalty they owe God for their sin Mark paid because of what he did on the cross and out of the grave. It's not the rituals. It's not the family tree. And so you can imagine some of the people in Jesus' audience begrudging the fact that unclean 11th hour Gentiles would be entitled to the same position with God and the same eternal inheritance from God as them. The ones who've been there a long, long time and who've done all the right stuff. Jesus' message is clearly going to be offensive to them. Another way to think of this is to compare those of us who have walked with Christ, been around the church, grown up in the faith with those who don't have that background and maybe have a little bit more rougher life story and have just recently come to faith in Christ. For the sake of illustration, let's compare me, Matt Reister, with Ron Gruber. If you don't know who Ron Gruber is, he was a guy I interviewed on the CC Podcast Conversations. I'll link the interview to the episode notes of this podcast so you can go listen to it if you want and hear his old story. He grew up in a very rough situation, far from God. Got involved in a gang, drugs, alcohol, women. He did time in prison for murder. And at some point along the road, he was introduced to Jesus Christ. Matt Reister was raised in a Christian home. There's not a day in my life when I remember not believing in Jesus. I came to a personal understanding of that sometime in junior high. Been around scripture, been around the church, been around faith-filled people my whole life. Somebody might look at me and say that I've been more moral than others who haven't had that story. I would be quick to point out to them that I'm still very, very flawed and imperfect. But there might be somebody like Matt Reister who looks at somebody like Ron Gruber and says, that's not fair. It's not fair that Ron gets the same reward, the same inheritance that I get because I've been doing this for my whole life. He just came at the 11th hour. Is our focus on the quote-unquote unfairness of the situation or is our focus on the unbelievable generosity of God? Because friends, the fact is none of us deserves to be employed in the vineyard of the Lord. None of us deserves to be grafted into his family. None of us deserves the righteousness that is ours through faith in Christ. None of us deserves to go to heaven. We all deserve to burn, but God in his love and mercy reached out to us in Jesus Christ, giving us an opportunity to be employed in his vineyard, to be members of his kingdom, to be sons and daughters in his family. This parable dismantles any shred of entitlement or self-righteousness or self-sufficiency that we think is appropriate for us to have. Praise God for how he treats 11th hour vineyard workers, because it's the same heart of God displayed there that causes him to employ any workers in the vineyard at all. One of my favorite verses in scripture is Psalm 115.3. Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. And thank God, praise God, that it pleased him to have mercy on us, giving us an opportunity to serve him, walk with him, live for him, eventually live with him for eternity. Amen? Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast which airs on stations around the world and where you can listen to our conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting christians we also want to highlight two ministry partners 
First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.